Rate Limiting Part 2 In the previous episode about rate limiting, we discussed the requirement out of a rate limiting component. We said that we want basically a Boolean function where in the input we are going to have a client, a client identifier where the client is the actual service, the identifier of the service that calls us. And in the output, we want a Boolean, whether to throttle that client or to not throttle that client. But these are only the functional requirements out of rate limiting. The non-functional requirements out of rate limiting is for it to be very fast, to have a very low latency. After all, this is not the core business logic of our service. We do not want almost any latency out of it. We want it to be as accurate as possible to throttle the clients that need throttling and to not throttle the client that do not win throttling. Also, we want it to be scalable because if our service is elastic and is expected to grow and to shrink dynamically, then we want the rate limiter also to be able to grow and shrink with requirements. And here we have a specific case where if we have more nodes, then we might be able to serve more requests. So we want our rate limiter not only to grow, but uh, some kind of the, the rules to get updated. High availability is not that of a concern to the rate limiter because in general, if our service is up, then our rate limiter should be up because it's going to be kind of part of the service. However, it's going to be very important to have good documentation of the rate limiter and ease of integration of the rate limiter because this is just yet another task where developers need to do while they actually want to focus on the business logic and not on the logic of the rate limiter. We do not want to introduce any as much as possible any friction there. The first solution to a rate limiter is the simplest one and will get progressed through time to more complex solution. In the first solution, we look at only a single node. A single node, our cluster is composed as out of the single host that get requests. Inside this host, we have our rate limiter, but the rate limiter has different components to it. One is a component that retrieves the rule, right? The rules for the rate limiting or the configuration for the rate limiting. Second is the storage of these rules inside the memory. Third is the identification of whether, of, of what is this client? Is this client A, client B, client C? Fourth is the checking of the rules or of the client against these uh, rules. Our rules should be retrieved periodically from a rule database. So we need to have a separate external database, a standard create, update, delete, read database that we hold all these rules. And we want all these rules to be stored in cache. And of course, most importantly, we want actually the logic of the rate limiter to compare whether this client appears in a hash table where the key is the client identifier and the value is the number of requests that this client already had in the last second. 
And if the number of requests that this client had in the last second is already greater or equal than the limit, and he is arriving with a new request, then we need to decide whether to pass this client or to not pass this client request. However, what does it mean not to pass this client request? Does it mean to just reject it? So it could mean multiple things. It could be HTTP error 429, too many requests. It could be uh, HTTP 503, service unavailable. It could be that we just queue the request to serve it when we have a better availability on our service. And it could also be just dropping this request. In the next episode, we are going to look at what are the rate limiting algorithms, what is the design of such a system, and how to uh, make our simple solution that contains the, the rate limiting rules retrieval, the storage of the rules in memory, the fetching of the rules periodically, the checking the client identifier, the checking the rules against the client A, and the rate limiter itself, how it could work also not just in on a single uh, node, but also on a distributed cluster.